Differing opinions. Who's more successful? Me. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Work Harder, Not Smarter podcast. Here's the deal. Owning a small business can suck, but by listening to us and playing your cards right, it might just suck a little less. Hey. How you doing, (laughs) Dude, I'm doing so good. So you guys have to understand, Colton is a walking disease. (laughs) Not, Not really, but... He's he he's allergic to wheat. He's this is what this is what I say. This is what I tell people. Yeah. I'm like, dude, before I was born, okay, I was up in heaven <laughs> with God, and uh, it was my turn to come down. And he was like, oh my gosh, Colton, dude, we're fresh out of bodies, bro. I'm so sorry, but we got you can have I mean, this. You can have yeah, you one. can have. We got a bunch of recycled parts <laughs> over in that box over there. You can put one together, dude. No joke. My lungs are garbage. Yep. My nose is trash. Oh, like yeah. I'm pretty sure people already know this dude sounds so nasally. Like <laughs> absolute garbage. And... Allergic to wheat. Freaking. <laughs> I weigh like probably 90 pounds. Like it's not good. <laughs> so God's just like, yeah. oh man, yeah. Go for that recycling bin. <laughs> Grab what you need. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. I love it. Well, this is our fifth episode, right? No, this is our seventh, dog. Holy mother of pearl. This is our seventh episode. No, it's not. Yeah, oh, it is. Our last, yeah. Number Holy seven. crap. Ooh, we've almost made it. You like that? Oh, eight we're will there. Be the, eight, eight'll be that <laughs> oh, curve, bro. Shoot. Oh, my. <laughs> wow. That's fun. Isn't that awesome? Number seven. Number seven. Yeah, Statistic. Yeah. yeah, statistically, remember. Yep. Eight. eight. Eight is the, the eight turning point. is when point. people stop. Yep. We're not stopping. Oh, I've invested not. way too much money in this. <laughs> You've invested way too much great knowledge for well, great yeah. value for people to learn and to, to keep growing and exactly be successful. Hopefully, I, I really I, I cannot wait, and I'm very excited for the first person that emails us or or whatever the situation gets in contact with us to say, you know, you really helped me. Like when that happens, obviously we'd ask the. Uh, person who sent it in but i'd love to read some of those comments oh for sure 100 percent. yeah you know on the podcast important so we are we are actually working on getting our video up so yeah. you guys can kind of watch as we talk and so you can see, see that i am a you know a walking very... disease <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not as fat as colton making me sound <laughs> just kidding uh, if santa chunky. claus was bald <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd fit the role great. Uh, that was rude, bro. No. Holy. Have you had a good... It's almost Christmas. It is, man. It's almost the holidays. Yep. I need to go out with my kids. My, my two girls want to get my wife something nice. My son already has, I think. Um, but my two girls want to get my, my wife something nice. So we're going to go out today and get her stocking stuff and yeah. buy her one more. One more gift nice, from the girls. Dude. So. I bought my wife, get this, a freaking, she loves pebble ice. Mm-hmm. Bought her a freaking pebble ice maker. I had to sell one of my kidneys, you oh, know, well, to yeah, afford the payments. Cheap. You know, yeah. payment us $200 a month for the next 16 years, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but it's, I think she'll like it. Yeah, pebble ice be is the best. It, it melts kind of quick, but other than that, like it's fun to chew on. Like oh, it's yeah. not this gigantic she loves block it, of man. ice. Yeah, I'm cool. weird though. I've, I'm cube dice, hands really? down. Oh yeah, when I go to Maverick, yeah, and I get like a, a soda. Yeah, dude, really cube dice all the way home. Dude, I'd rather go with that, that pebble ice for sure. Differing opinions. Who's more successful? Me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it would be interesting to talk about kind of like 
when do you give up? I feel like that is an interesting. <clears throat> what you don't ever give up during like a business and so, I I, I don't want to. You, you never, you never give up. Quote unquote, right? give up. But but there are times to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is kind of rough. Good. Yeah, right? it's, it's a good it's, one. It's I a like good this. one. Which is which is good. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're in a predicament right now in our business, right? Yes. We we have yep. we have a uh, a portion of the business that we've been trying to work on and grow for for multiple years. And what well, was the it was the first like business that your business partner really really started. started. So last year wasn't so good. <laughs> um, me and my business partner got together, sat down, and said, "Well, let's give it another year or two, see kind of where we're at, see what's going on." And we'll run the numbers and and make a decision. What a flop! <laughs> By the way, this is the business that I manage. Yeah. So, that <laughs> yeah. has so Colton's to be, out of uh... a job. <laughs> no, we already have Colton taken care of. But last year was dismal. I'll be honest. I think we made like thirty thousand dollars in like four or five months. Like it was not great. Oof. It was, <laughs> and and the manpower and the energy we spent. It was. Man, it was it was the worst. But that was the that was the first year that I was like in charge and in I charge wanted yeah. to kind of prove yourself, right? Like Well, yeah. But probably went home every night, cried in the shower for yeah. at least four hours. <laughs> Just it was so stressful, so much work was going into it. Yeah. And for thirty G's. Yeah, it was it was not I mean the the energy, literally how many employees we had, even this year, like Dude, we went over the numbers. Colton brought them up to me. You and I went over the actual what we could have produced in the other company if we would have put the effort toward that. And that was, it was it was five yeah. times. I think five times. Five times. Five I think times. it was five times five the profit times. we would have made if we would have put the not even the same energy, just the same amount of people yeah. that we had in this company toward the other. We would have made five times. So we we've decided to sell that company. Um, it's just, again, we're not giving up. We're just moving onward, right? Upward and onward. Um, this business, we made okay money. But again, if we would have put the same effort toward the other business with these employees, five times the profit. Yeah. Dude, it just makes no no sense for us anymore. There are smaller businesses that the amount that we made this year is, is fairly life-changing for them. But... For our size, for our energy, for our efforts, for everything that we have and, and how big we are, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's you know, and and I guess the the quote unquote giving up part, you have to understand your business. I think it was last episode that we went over knowing your numbers. Yep. And dude, if you don't know your numbers, you're gonna be stuck grinding at crap like that and not making your full potential. I mean, let's for easy numbers, okay? You you profit fifty thousand dollars after your your sixty thousand dollars salary as an owner. You're a fairly new business, so sixty grand's not bad. You profit fifty k. You put half of it away for next year's growth opportunities. Blah blah blah. So you walk away with roughly eighty five thousand dollars. You're thinking, dude, I'm high on life, right? But another opportunity comes up that's way better, but you're comfortable in what you're doing. If you don't know your numbers and you don't understand what the next opportunity could be and you could potentially double or triple, dude. And, and, and honestly, true. I think a lot of people in, the, in a new business do that a lot. 
because that's yeah. where they started. Yeah. That's where they're comfortable. That's what they loved, and and that's where they they got their their start, right? Like yeah. they're so. It's very important. I don't want to say give up because I don't think you're giving up. I think you're you're understanding your potential and you're moving on. It's like the whole thing where what you've done in the past won't get you to where you want to go. The whole idea, like this business was amazing and got you to the point of where it's not the most profitable thing that you could be doing. It was great at the beginning, right? It got you to that point. But what you're doing now or what you've done in the past isn't going to get you to where you want to go. As a business owner, you're constantly having to pivot and change and grow. And the markets are constantly changing every year. There's something out there that's, that's better or, or different. And, and I'm not saying change your business every year because that would be stupid. You, You need to build a brand and you need to stick with that. What I'm saying is don't get stuck on one product. Don't get stuck on one way of doing things. Don't get stuck on on just being flat the rest of your career because that's what you know. I mean, look at us. Dude, we, we've gone through multiple manufacturers of decking. We've gone through... Um, that's true. In the past like three years past, that I've worked here, I think yep. it's been like three times. Three. three. And I, I think we've settled on a, probably the, the best one. Yeah. I'm very insanely happy with our yeah. price points and everything about it, but you have to be able to be a chameleon, right? You have to change, man. You you have to look at what's hot, what's going to be hot, where you're going, like what the yeah. new products are. Trade shows are, are good to always go look at, to research. Google's another good one. Like There are certain areas in the country that start with certain products, and if you can figure out what is actually working that will eventually come to your state next. So there's a plethora of information out there. How do you there. do that? So, okay, so for instance, California, mm-hmm. right? They're basically the fashion moguls, that in New York, I guess, right? So when I was in high school, in California, they started wearing shoelaces as belts, and oh. just, just some skaters just started doing it, and then manufacturers jumped on it and started making shoelace belts. They got huge, dude, I'm serious. They got huge for a while and they eventually came to where we live and they got big and then they went out of style, of course, but it truly, it happened. Like, so, and that's, that's obviously fashion, not, not construction, but I mean, but you just have to figure out where your market starts and like who basically sets the industry standard for that year or two and start getting ahead of it. Because if you can research it, and you can start figuring out how to utilize it in your business and integrate it into the work you do, you're going to be that far ahead. Yeah. The second that stuff starts getting freaking like trendy and you're offering it and everyone else is trying to scramble to find manufacturers and stuff like that, the better off you're going to be, I promise. True. It'll, it'll, it'll jump your business up. It'll make you one of the premier builders or whatever you're doing. And, and again, every year the markets are changing. Every People are, well, for instance... We know a person in the lighting industry, and he he invests millions and millions of dollars in lights every year. Okay, before LED was super in, mm-hmm. it was incandescent. Terrible, Incand- terrible. <laughs> incandescent bulbs are, are they're they're crap. I'll be honest. Garbage product. But he bought multiple million dollars in the bulbs. He's still sitting on one point two million dollars no in incandescent bulbs. <laughs> Because he didn't look at the markets and the way they were swaying. So wow. he's got $1.2 million in his warehouse, 
that he'll most likely never get completely gone. He might sell some here and there, 30, 40 grand a year, whatever, but there is no way on this good green earth we're ever going back to incandescent. So because he didn't do his research and he just overbought, he got he got jacked. That's crazy. And, and in a business, $1.2 million of your profit to try and reinvest and double, dude, that's a huge loss. That's multiple years of catching up to make that back. So, you know, every... I would say two to three years for sure, things change drastically in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different markets, in a lot of different businesses. So how do you how do you stay up? Like, do you have specific tactics or whatever to stay on top of that? No, you I, simply just Google, look at the news. Like, how do you? We have, so we've been in the industry for a very, very long time. This is our 16th year in business. I've said it over and over. We have really good contacts. We buy our products direct from manufacturers. So we mm. we talk with a lot of different people in the industry that are like on top of it. The manufacturers always always know because they spend millions of dollars in research every year figuring out what's going to be the next hot thing. Ah, so you're so, not doing the re- you're not no paying I'm money not necessarily doing it. You're I asking people. I ask people. It. I talk to them. We get the information and they give us that information. They have to because we're we're their top buyers mm-hmm. for the most part, and they want us to be successful because if we're successful, they're successful. So it helps to talk to people in the, in the industry, not people like you necessarily, because people like competition is what you're yeah, to and, and, and friends that are, that are kind of doing the same type of thing. You want to talk directly to your manufacturers, to your distributors, because they're the ones that spend millions of dollars on that crap. They have to know what the next fad is, or they're going to lose yeah. like my, like my friend did. It's, for them, it's it's totally worth the millions and millions of dollars of research. Yeah. They're happy to give you that information because, like I said, if I'm successful, they're successful. If I sell more, they make more. So do your research. Interesting. Talk to people. Not normal people. Talk to people that are selling this stuff, that are that the bigger companies, because they're more than happy to give you that information. Habits that you have as a successful business owner. Okay, like- so my habits have changed drastically over the last From five what years. From to what? So before I I was hiring GMs and stuff like that, um, two years before me and my business partner got partnered, so five years ago, mm-hmm. I, I hired my first GM to basically run my businesses. 11 years before that, you were like... Dude, I was those, in the grind every day. The whole I was show. everything. Running I was the whole thing. bidding. I was, I was installing. I was catching up. I was paying bills. I was trying to do my own no well I, I was doing my own accounting for the first multiple years but but yeah I was doing a lot in the business a lot and after that I, I realized I can't do this all I cannot yeah. grow this company how I want to I cannot do what I want to so hired GM got him going it was time like for real I was yeah. dude I was beaten I was torn up I was it was Mentally, 11 years is a long time, homie. To take all of that on, to be responsible for everything. Like busy every second of every day. And and I'd go home and work and like it it caused problems. Like it just, it wasn't good. So it's a necessary evil, I think. At least for my path and the way I wanted to grow, it was, it was what I felt was right and that I had to do. Nothing nothing that's worth anything comes for free, Comes easy. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So if I would have hired a GM after my third or fourth year, it would have been easier, but
but there's no way I would have had the money to grow the way I did, to reinvest in the company, to eventually save up enough for a down payment for the two buildings, to build those buildings, to get mul another business started and running and getting that profit from that yeah. business. And so again, like in last episode, I did things a lot differently than a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. After you hired your GM, you'd get lazy in... But it, it's not like I was ducking work. Mm -hmm. There just wasn't much for me to do after that, which again, it was so nice. It left me open, at least my mental capacity open to think about how to expand, what the next big idea was, how to make a little extra money to pay my employees a little bit more. What, like, dude, it was, it was so life changing because a lot, and I'm not going to say all the stress because it didn't, but a lot of the stress did melt off. Like it was just gone, a weight off my shoulders. Like nice. it allowed me to continue building. And dude, we just, we just started making more and more money and more and more money. And I was able to look at the business from an outside perspective and see where my inefficiencies were to see how, what was irritating to employees. I mean, well, for instance, we were doing windows and doors. We all hated windows and doors. After after Ben started taking over as my GM, I was able to look at that and be like, dude, why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> we made good money at it, but I was like, dude, everyone hates doing this. <laughs> so, so bad. And that's when we made the transition. Yeah. Well, let's start doing more decks. Let's start doing more construction stuff. Let's start doing different things and kind of kick that out. And we were able to do that because I had the, the ability to step back and look and say, yeah, there's some changes that need to be made to to be more profitable, do the things that, that make us more money, make my employees super duper happy, give them the benefits they want. Like it opened up a huge opportunity for you me. You were still kind of small and hiring that GM, did that take up a lot of your profit to where? At the beginning, yes. But I knew I had to do it at that time for me to keep progressing. So when I hired my GM, um, we were still renting an office. And I had bought the, the, the two lots next to each other to start building the buildings. Mm -hmm. There was no way on this good green earth I could have still been running everything without a GM and, and built the properties. buildings. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way we would have had those buildings and expanded the business as much as we did without a GM. So I was willing to take that hit because that was our next step. That was our next big aha moment. And it worked out beautifully. For us, I knew that was the moment I had to have someone running the business that I could trust and that could do it, that was totally capable of doing it versus me doing it because yeah. I had to, dude, I had so much to do at that job site. I was there every day. I was busting my butt. I did a lot of the work because we just didn't have the money to pay all these subs for the, the trades that I didn't know how to do and I wasn't licensed for. I had to sub out, but Basically, for everything else, I did. I did all the interior framing. Again, the GM was absolutely necessary. So what would you recommend to a small business owner mm -hmm. who's been doing the grind for 10 years but doesn't have the profit to hire a GM? I would look at your books. Again, it's all about numbers, man. If after 10 years, you're not making a good enough profit to hire a GM to allow you to continue to grow the business you're probably doing something wrong. Hire the right GM, dude. I really think it'll make it'll take for a majority lot of, of people stress off your dude, plate. a ton. It'll give you the opportunity to grow and expand and move on and if you're not able to do something right or you're not very good at it, 
you better realize pretty damn quick and make some changes because if you don't, you're going to be stuck in this grind for the rest of your career. You're and if you be, don't have enough be, profit to pay somebody, there's no way you're going to retire. Yeah. You're going to be an employee in your own business. Correct. Forever. Dude, you're going to be one of those 70-year-olds laying bricks, bro. Dude. Like, oof. Figure out your strengths. Figure out your weaknesses. Hire people to take on your weaknesses. In episode two, we talked about how to retain employees like yep. that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So if any of you haven't listened to episode two, go and give it's it a, a listen because it's yeah. very valuable information yep. in that one for sure. You see all these freaking successful people who like wake up at, you know, 5 a.m. and get <sighs> to the gym and tell me, tell me your thoughts about that. Oh what? my gosh. <laughs> what? Okay. Let's hear and, that. And, and everyone's different, right? I, I personally, <laughs> I, I <laughs> say it, dude, just say it. I don't f- <laughs> say it. I think that kind of crap is a waste of time. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, man. At least, at least for me personally, okay. And I'll, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I I've always had a a very good business sense. Even when I was young, I would buy toys that were popular and 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 mark them up and sell them to to people in the neighborhoods and and stuff like that. Like I, I never. <laughs> I never thought it was it was needed to go to the gym at five a.m. And <laughs> You're the dude I, who's asleep at five a.m. Enjoying. I'm life. not gonna wake my lazy butt up to freaking <laughs> do that crap. Like, I I don't feel like I have to wake up early to go to the gym and and do all this crap and read all these books and and my and there's nothing wrong with reading books, but I think there comes a point where it's more destructive than helpful. And I'll tell you why. I. Books, everyone has their own opinion. There's a lot of successful people out there that got successful from doing things completely different because it worked for them, their personalities, their businesses. I've I've seen multiple of my friends around me that have tried to get successful by reading book after book after book after book from quote-unquote successful people. I guess what I'm saying is if you continue to read book after book after book with multiple different opinions, you're going to get confused as crap. You are not going to know what direction to go. You're going to have 50 different ways and confuse the crap out of yourself. And I've seen it over and over and over. Really? Like, it's not a good thing. Reading, learning, knowledge is good. Again, college, I don't think is worth it for, for a majority. Okay. I think that books are the same thing. I think reading is great. I, I think it's wonderful if it can take your mind on adventures and different things like that, learning specific things. But I don't think it should be a quote-unquote mentorship. I think it confuses the hell out of people. I th- Really, truly. If you read the same crap in 50 different books, in 50 different people's opinions, you're going to be like, well, what should I do? You're going to be more confused after <laughs> than you <Yeah>. were before. <laughs> Learn your own way. If you want to, if you find somebody that has the same thoughts and feelings, read their book. Stop after that. You don't have to read 50 other people's books to tell you how to live your life. Live your own damn life. I, I, I've never understood that. I, I've seen successful people become not successful because they get so caught up in reading all these freaking clowns books that show them 10,000 ways to live. And they get confused. And then they start making decisions not based on what they feel and not based on how they want to go, but based on these other clowns' thoughts and feelings. 
It's not true to yourself. How are you going to implement that into your life if that's not what you want to do? I don't get it. So again, reading is great. School is great for majority of people. I think reading mentorship books is, is a mistake. I do. I freaking love it. I freaking love that you said that because it shows that there's not like a single way you have to live to become successful. There is right? no right answer for everybody. There isn't. Everybody has to learn their own ways. And I'm getting, I, I'm not yelling. I just, I'm really passionate <laughs> about this part because he's screaming at me. Yeah. <laughs> because there are so many people that don't trust themselves. They don't trust their feelings. They don't trust what they know to be right. And it, it boggles my mind, dude. Just trust yourself. And if it doesn't work, change something. But don't read 50,000 books that are just going to freak your mind out and, and totally and utterly confuse you. I've seen way too many f people fail because of that. One of my friends from quite a while ago, I haven't talked to him in a little while. I should probably call him. But, um, <laughs> but he was the same way. He was, he was quite successful, started reading a ton of books, quit these his are, job. These are like self-help books, right? Yeah, yeah, these yeah. These aren't like, like The like, Hobbit. No, these are <laughs> the Hobbit is ruining your business. Yeah. No. yeah, these are these are wealthy people that write books on what gotcha. made them successful, yeah. which is great. Like but the five minute millionaire, yeah, stuff like that, yeah, that kind of thing. But you you can't again, you can't take what made them successful and put it into your life if your direction, thoughts, and feelings don't align. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. You're doing what they did because that's what made them successful, not you. Mm -hmm. and, and you might get lucky and you might pick up one book, read it and be like, oh yeah, and it works. And that's totally good. But you have to make sure that everything works. And you can't, you can't read so much yeah. that you're just like, I don't know what to do because yeah. everyone does it a little bit differently. How should I do this? Trust yourself, truly. I think the very successful people had some kind of mentorship, but they had... Like a, a controlled mentorship, I guess, is how I would look at it. I don't believe they, they read 50,000 other people's books. I think they had their own direction, got confirmation from an outside source, and ran with it. I don't think they, they asked 10,000 people's advice. I really don't. That's my feeling. I, yeah. I don't know how other people feel. I, well, I, get, I back, mean, get back to the, the story of your friend. You're saying that... You never finished that story. So oh, your friend... Did you cut me off again? Yeah. Just kidding. So my friend, he was he was quite successful. He had a really good job. He was making, I think it was like $120,000, $150,000 a year. He was quite successful in that career path. He started reading books and book after book after book about, oh, being an entrepreneur and, and going and doing this and that and how to get there and how to do it. And he quit to try and be an entrepreneur. Guess what happened? He didn't know how the hell to do it because he read too many books Oof. because he was so confused. He was trying to put other people's plans into place that weren't aligning with who he was, and it just didn't work out. So he had to go back and find another job. And thankfully, he has the skills to get another good job. And But the point in all this is he bounced around from job to job to job to job because he didn't know what his direction was. He was so confused after reading so many books and so many directional ways of doing things that he genuinely had no idea what to think for himself and how to do it. And I think even to this day, he's still kind of bouncing around because he just, 
he hasn't found what yeah. works for him because he's still trying to do what other people have done, other successful people have done. Well, he reads one book and it says one thing, and then he reads another book that might even might be completely yeah. yeah, completely different or opposite. And so I think reading is important. I don't think over reading and and reading ten successful people's businesses like books is important. I don't think that's good. I think it's more confusing. I think it's very detrimental. Interesting. Truly and honestly. And I've seen it over and over and over and over. Because I, I guarantee you there are people out there who see these these successful people and are like, well, I have to I have to do this to be successful. But it's not something that works for them. And yeah, they're yeah. trying day after day to make it work, and it's just not working. Well, and can you imagine after they try that for a month and they're still not successful, they're like, well, I'm doing everything he did. Why am I not successful? And then they're going to start getting depressed and they're going to give up. Give and up. Because of that... You, again, you have to stay true to who you are and what helps you personally. Just because it works for one person does not mean it's going to work for you. Yeah. If that's not the way your mind and body work, don't freaking do it. You're setting yourself up for a complete and utter failure. Yep. It's stupid. Again, if it aligns with who you are, do it. Read those books. But don't read so many that you get utterly confused and just give up on, on your hopes and dreams. And And again... A book here and there, absolutely, absolutely. it can open absolutely. up your mind. It can give you yeah. a different perspective. It can help you understand certain things that you may not be good at. Yeah. I'm 100% okay with that. But they're a scam. Books yeah. are a scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's like, well, you're so anti-school. You're so anti-learning. So but you say you're, it's good to learn. No, that's not the truth. It's There are certain things and certain ways that you should be doing things that will make you successful. And there are things that are going to only hurt you and harm you. It's just a matter of doing it right, which that's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> because I, maybe there's people that think exactly like me, and this will help them get clarity. And it'll give them the confidence to just push forward and, and do what they feel great, is right. It's a great contrast because yeah. all, dude, all the podcasts I've listened to, it's the same message. Wake dude, up at 5 always exercise, Whoa. you know, and that may work for some people, but yes. it, I would, I would, I would bet to say majority don't want to do that crap. I'll be honest. I, I don't I, think anybody wants to listen, do that crap. Listen, I'm not a fat person. I'm not. Well. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not overweight. I I'm fairly healthy. I like going out. I like camping. I like fishing. I like being outdoors. There's. I'm not saying I'm a lazy person. I'm just saying I don't think you have to do all that crap to be successful. You just well, I don't think I know. You don't have to do that yeah. to be successful. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to? I don't get think so. I think I think we uh, again, like we really appreciate everyone who's who's listening. For um, sure. We've set up, we just set up a buy me a coffee account. So we'd love for you guys um, to, if you really enjoy the episodes, support us. Go ahead and and leave us a comment if you'd like. Um, we'd read it on the podcast. Yep. Any topics you want us to to hit on? If you're having personal issues or problems in your business, uh, have any any specific questions about some whatever you have going on we're, we're happy to hit on those and, and help you guys out with specific things just for you because if you're having those issues it's a guarantee there's somebody else out Absolutely. there having those issues and wits had them wits had all the Ooh, issues i've had, had all lot. the issues i still have a lot of issues <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening we're really excited to keep bringing you more okay. more awesome content absolutely all right we'll see you next week thanks guys